Good morning, everybody. I'm attorney Nick Namath with the law offices of Nick Namath. I want to welcome everybody back to our podcast, Namath IRS News. If you haven't been with us before, welcome. I hope you enjoy your first time. Uh, For those of you that have been with us before, uh, as you know, I've been an attorney for over 20 years, and the only thing our firm focuses on is helping individuals and businesses resolve IRS problems. The purpose of these podcasts is to answer for you, the taxpayer commonly asked questions, and try and educate a little bit about some common concerns we see in our practice. Today, we'll be discussing owing taxes to the IRS, something nobody wants to do. Owing taxes to the IRS is no laughing matter. Between penalties, interest, the underlying tax liability, you may find yourself facing a bill larger than you expected. Today, we're going to discuss what steps you can take when you owe taxes and haven't been able to pay them. Thankfully, there are several options available to people struggling with a federal tax balance. The process can get complicated, so we always suggest you work with a tax professional. Today, we'll cover the most common options for dealing with an unplanned IRS tax debt. If you require help, we encourage you to reach out to the law offices of Nick Namath and our team of seasoned IRS tax lawyers to see how we might be able to assist you. I'm joined today by my colleague and our firm's managing attorney, Jamie Flores, who's been with me for several years. Uh, and she's going to provide a little insight on what taxpayers need to know. Jamie, you want to um, take the mic for a second? Sure. Hi, everyone. Um, again, thanks for joining us. Um, I hope it's not your first time, but if it is, I'm glad that you're listening um, to our podcast today. I am Jamie Flores, the managing attorney at the law offices of Nick Namath. Um, so let's just jump right into today's topic and talk about what happens in, with owing the IRS money. All right, so let's start with the basics. What are some of the reasons why people end up at tax time owing money to the IRS? There are a lot of reasons, but I'm going to go over some of the most common that we see in practice. Um, So one, insufficient withholdings. So you're an employee somewhere, W-2, and it just means that you are not withholding enough throughout the year out of your paychecks to where you don't have a balance come April 15th or 17th um, at tax time. So you just need to file a a new W-4 and adjust your withholdings. Two, you have some kind of additional income. Now, it could be from selling stock or selling your primary residence, um, unemployment benefits. These are just a couple few examples that we see um, that they're not subject to withholding, but you will owe taxes on them. Therefore, you need to send in like a voluntary payment or an estimated tax payment on what you think that you're going to owe from the additional income. Another option is being self-employed. If you are self-employed or an independent contractor, you are supposed to make quarterly estimated tax payments throughout the year that you earn the income. For some, this could be very difficult, but you must do this. Otherwise, you will still get penalties whenever you file your tax return with the balance for not making estimated tax payments. Another reason is a filing status change during the tax year. Maybe your kids are older now um, and they're no longer claiming as a dependent on your tax return. 
um, or you were married and now you're single or vice versa. And that changes your finances and may warrant you owing at the end of the year for taxes. Another thing is penalties. You will find yourself with an increased balance if you file late or pay late due to penalties. The IRS has to make money somehow. Okay, Jamie, so there's a lot of reasons why somebody might owe like you just described. Most people do know that if they ignore this problem, it tends to get worse. Can you give us some examples of how that tax bill can grow and worsen when it's ignored and not attended properly? Yes, and this comes to a shock to a lot of people. So the most common examples when your tax debt is going to grow is it involves penalties and time. Not all taxpayers have the same penalties applied to tax debt and IRS penalties do not always get applied to every tax year. So the IRS has algorithms and determinations in order to define when penalties get assessed and what kind of penalty. But one thing that's always true that the longer you have a tax liability that's owed and unpaid, the worse it's going to get. Specifically, some ways in which a simple bill to the IRS can snowball into a huge headache include your initial tax debt will grow with interest, the assessed penalties will grow with interest, and the penalties themselves will continue to increase over time until they cap out, which I'll talk about in a few minutes. Another reason is the IRS has the discretion to file a federal tax lien on any property that you own now or that you're going to own in the future, which can prevent you from selling your property or assets. And this is public record um, and it's usually filed with the county, which means it can affect your ability to get credit and to sell the property. Another thing is the IRS has the authority to issue levies and seize your assets. They can take money directly from your bank account. They can garnish your wages, which means you're not going to get a lot of your paycheck. The IRS can seize and sell any of your property, like your home, land, vehicles, recreational vehicles, um, the shirt off your back. They have that authority. All right, Jamie. So let's go back to the second one you talked about, credit. The, if somebody owes money, doesn't pay, does this mean the IRS debt's going to show up on the credit report? So that's a great question, and we get this all the time because credit is very important for everyone. So fortunately, not anymore. The law changed in 2018 that the IRS can no longer report your federal tax lien to the credit bureaus. And if you have prior IRS liabilities or tax liens showing up on your credit reports on any of them, then you can get those removed. And we know the process in order to try to get that done in a relatively quick manner. So definitely something you'd want to take care of because it is a serious issue if this is impacting your credit. So let's, let's move on. What steps do you recommend someone take if they find themselves with a tax bill that's higher than they anticipated and they're not able to pay it? Simple answer here. I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, but it is to pay the bill all at once. If you have the available funds or you can obtain those funds if at all possible when it before it becomes due go ahead and pay it this is going to cost you the least amount of money and it also ensures that you're not going to be hit with the failure to file and the failure to pay penalties and interest but even if you can't pay all at once which the majority of us cannot you definitely need to file your tax return on time or file an extension 
as long as you file by October, the October extension filing date, then you can avoid the failure to file penalty. You will still be assessed the failure to pay penalty though. So just in case somebody is considering not filing, what are those penalties for failing to file the tax return on time? So here we're going to get like into the nitty gritty of how the IRS charges into what dollar amount. So it's, it's, it's a lot of information, um, but a failure to file penalty may be assessed against the individual taxpayer or a business. And it's just one example of how the tax debt for the IRS is going to quickly, quickly grow out of control. A failure to file penalty is equal to 5% of the unpaid balance per month up to a maximum of 25% of the unpaid tax. So that one's failure to file. Failure to pay penalty is usually applied at 0.5% of the unpaid balance per month, also with a maximum of 25%. Bad news is these two penalties can be active at the same time. And there's still more penalties that could be applied. These are just the two most frequent ones that we see. And remember, interest is still going to continue to grow as long as there's an outstanding balance. Bottom line, failing to file your taxes or, or underpaying will rapidly increase the debt that you owe to the IRS. Also, you can't go to jail for failure to pay your liability but it is a criminal on offense for willful failure to file a tax return. So no matter what, file the return and deal with the rest later. Wow, so this is, you're talking about some big numbers, 25% here, 25% there. You're talking about criminal issues. This is something that people just don't want to ignore. So let's assume they take your advice and they file their return but they know they can't pay the bill at once. What do you recommend? What, 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 do, what should people know about filing on time and then not being able to pay? Well, one, I just want everybody to know you're not alone. Even though you feel like this is this huge thing you get, can't get out from under, you can. And a lot of people are going through this. Um, you find it hard to pay your taxes on time. That's okay. Um, if you are experiencing this problem, it's not the end of the world. There are certain steps that we can take to mitigate the impact that unpaid taxes will have on your life. So I'm gonna go over just a couple of those that we currently have at our disposal. And granted, this can change, the IRS can change um, what they want. Um, but right now, one, collection hold. This is a short-term extension to pay. And right now it's up to 180 days. This did change with COVID and they allowed additional time. Long ago, it used to be 30 days, and then it was 120 days, and now it's 180, which is good for our taxpayers. Another option is entering into an installment agreement with the IRS. This allows you to spread out your payments over several months, possibly years, and it makes it more manageable every month for you just to be dipping away at that balance that you owe. But remember, the liability is going to continue to grow with penalties and interest. Now, if eligible, an offering compromise may be a possible solution. This is the settlement everybody wants that everybody hears about on advertisements. Um, if you are able to pay the full amount, then you're not going to be eligible for an offering compromise. But if you're unable to pay the full amount based on your current ability to pay, this is where you can offer the IRS a portion of your back taxes in exchange for them to dismiss the rest of the debt. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. 
a few other solutions that may be um, available to resolve your back taxes include currently non-collectible and possibly a bankruptcy. So those are just some of the options that we have at our disposal. All right, Jamie, I know um, we've talked about some of these in prior podcasts, but let's zero in today on two of these things uh, that you just mentioned, uh, the installment agreement and the offer and compromise. So first on the installment agreement, there are different types of installment agreements. Can you discuss those and educate our listeners? Yeah, there are several types of installment agreements, like you said, um, and they each have different specific requirements um, and it can get very complicating, but we need to know your, your situation so we know which one's going to work best for you because we don't want you to default this. Um, so we urge listeners to contact our office um, and we can decide your best option. So here's a quick overview of some of those options. One, a guaranteed installment agreement. This is when you owe less than $10,000 um, the IRS will allow you to get into a short-term installment agreement, and usually they will not file a federal tax lien. So that incentivizes you just to go ahead and start paying those monthly payments. Two, a streamlined installment agreement. It is a monthly payments um, designed for, for taxpayers that owe up to $50,000. And usually they don't file a tax lien. They do have the discretion to but as long as a federal tax lien wasn't already filed, we can likely prevent one from being filed. Three, a non-streamlined installment agreement. So this is the possibility if you owe more than 50,000. That means you don't qualify for the other two options that I previously mentioned. And it is an installment agreement that you can last you know, 72 months or sometimes even up to about 110 months. And then there's a partial pay installment agreement. I kind of think about this kind of like a backdoor to an offer and compromise. This is for situations where outstanding tax amount is more than the taxpayer can pay based on their ability to pay before the collection statute expiration date occurs. This allows the IRS generally has 10 years to collect debt from the time the tax has been assessed so if you have no way to pay that back within the next 10 years, then you would qualify for a partial pay installment agreement. Interesting. Let me add something to that as well. If they can't pay it back, you mentioned they might qualify for an offer and compromise. But the time we would use a partial pay agreement would be when, for some other reason, they don't qualify for an offer and compromise, like they have substantial equity in their home or in a retirement plan. So with that, let's move to the offer and compromise. Everybody wants one. You know, paying a small portion of a large bill certainly sounds enticing, but I know not everybody gets one. You have to qualify. So who and how do uh, does a taxpayer qualify for this? Yes. Yeah, so to get an offer and compromise accepted, you have to prove that paying off the debt, the full balance that's owed, would be impossible or would put you into a financial hardship. Now, um, there are very strict guidelines to this and the IRS scrutinizes all of your income and assets. Every financial aspect of your life, they want to look at it in detail to make sure that they have no possible way to get anything from you to pay this debt. Most requests for an offer and compromise are rejected by the IRS. So it's very important that you consult with a qualified tax attorney before you make such an offer. Filing for the wrong reasons or at the wrong time or 
filling out the documents wrong, um, that could hurt you more than help you. And they will deny it just based on errors in the documents or in the forms. Um, so our firm can help you determine if an offer and compromise is going to be your best solution for your situation. This has been some good advice. Hopefully it's been helpful to a lot of people. Before we wind things up, anything else you want to leave our listeners with uh, that might be helpful? It's important to keep in mind that if you owe tax debt to the IRS, ignoring the problem is just going to make matters worse. Also, to know that the IRS can revoke or default an installment agreement if the taxpayer misses a payment, doesn't file a tax return, provides inaccurate information to the IRS, or is non-compliant with estimated tax payments. There's a few other reasons why um, they can default the installment agreement, but these are the main ones that we see. And you do not want to have multiple installment agreements with the IRS that defaults because then that just makes it less likely that they want to work with you as a taxpayer because they don't see that you're committed to pay this debt back. But if you owe tax debt to the IRS, hiring an experienced tax firm could be in your best interest. There are different payment plans that that can be put into place um, or other options that can extinguish the outstanding debt. The law offices of Nick Namath can help streamline the process and determine your best resolution. Thanks, Jamie. And thanks to everybody for listening to this episode of Namath IRS News with your hosts, myself, Nick Namath, and as always, my co-host, Jamie Flores. We hope this has been useful information for you. Uh, we try and pick really topical issues to discuss in these podcasts. If ever there's something you'd like to know from us that we haven't addressed, feel free to reach out to us. If you're struggling with any type of IRS issue, head over to our website, myirsteam.com, or give us a call at 972-484-0-TAX. That's 972-484-0829. And we'll be happy to schedule a free consultation to start putting this burden behind you. Uh, you can also stay informed, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. Jamie, final words? If you liked what you heard today, please remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share this content with your family and friends. It's free to do so, and it would really help out our show. At the end of the day, this information is meant to benefit you, so help us help you. Tune in next time when we discuss another exciting tax topic. Bye. The information provided during this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal advice.